if we could learn to try and go without editing, that would make everybody's life, you know, infinitely easier. Hello and welcome back to the Long Supper podcast. I think this is number 78 of these, if you can work out Roman numerals, which is what we use. Um, yeah, we're still going, which is an achievement. We're four and a half weeks into the NFL season. Um, if, you're, if you've been with us for most of 78 episodes, you'll know the sort of nonsense that we do. If you're not, um, you'll, you'll soon figure out that we aren't experts. We're fans. We're fans of teams. But we're also fans fans of the NFL, and we aren't affiliated to anything. Although we might be sponsored by Paintspot Newkey. Let, let's not, not really. Be, not really going to happen, is it? And and I've got first dibs for all over on Paintspot Newkey, mate. So you know, I don't want to get into <laughs> any kind of war. I'm hoping that if we say Paintspot Newkey enough, that the extra business they'll get then will be noticed. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Um, you may have heard the dulcet tones of Russ. I'm I'm Adam. We're also joined by by Rich tonight. Hello, Rich. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. And Craig is as is his want. He'll be along in a minute, or maybe ten, or or some point. He's just sent a WhatsApp to say five ish. Um, we did tease the fact that he's got a quiz, and it's his annual quiz meltdown is is going to be on this pod. Um, but as he's not here, I guess we shouldn't start with it. Um, that means we should probably get straight into some NFL, which seems like it doesn't really fit right a minute into our podcast. But there you go. Um, let's well, let's start with a a bit of a positive. We haven't really spoke on this podcast so far, mostly because um, it's the team that Doug used to support, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes first full game that I've watched from them um, this season and uh, come from behind win against Denver. Is there anything that man can't do or when's it all going to fall apart? I genuinely, I genuinely thought he was going to be like a two, two game wonder, two games blowing everyone away. And then third or fourth game in someone had turned up with a good, good defense and all of a sudden, he'd just fall apart, get sacked 17 times, and it would all go back to normal. But he actually seems like the real deal. He's sticking yeah, around, that, isn't he? That team you may have thought would have been Denver. You're saying that, like a, yep. a strong defence, difficult place to go, mile high. Um, obviously, Monday night football, the cameras are on him. Lots of things that maybe shouldn't have gone in his favour. Um, but... The man, yeah. the man made a third down pass with his left hand with Von Miller draped all over him. I mean, that screams elite. That was incredible, wasn't it? I mean... Just unreal. I've watched I, I that about of, seven times and I still can't work out how he does it. The first time, like, as live, um, I, I watched it, I thought, he's, he's done that with his left hand, hasn't he? And the, the, the commentators didn't immediately pick up on it and they 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 notice maybe the first replay that they show and then but then I'm sort of doubting myself has he has he really thrown that with his wrong hand I mean it's not like it's a a 20 yard throw or something it's like a a shovel pass sort of distance but to the way he's improvised under pressure as that that really impressed me a lot about that that drive a lot about him's really impressing me you know they were second and 30 in that, in yeah, that drive it's, it's the audacity to do it in that situation and you wonder whether 
as he matures and becomes more experienced and teams start to work him out a little bit, whether he'll, that stuff will catch up with him and he'll start not getting away with those things. But while it's happening at the moment, I mean, you've, you've got to think from a coaching perspective, dropping Alex Smith didn't look overly clever in the off season, but it really does now. It does now. <laughs> whether it does <laughs> in, in week eight, week nine, we'll, we'll see. Um, the Chiefs, if if Doug was here, he would remind us that the Chiefs have kind of looked like this before, even with Alex Smith um, early in the season. They seem to start really well. Um, whether that's sort of an Andy Reid thing, I don't know. Um, well, they they went off a train. They went off like a train last season, weren't they? They were five and zero, and everybody was absolutely creaming themselves over them. And then they ended up limping into the postseason. It's that suggestion yeah, yeah. The, um, the trick plays that Andy Reid loves to do, people work them out after the first five or six games. There's enough game film to see what he's up to and to know what the triggers are. So the question is whether they'll get that again. Uh, they've, they've got the Jags this weekend, which is going to be interesting. So you, you're saying about tough defences that are going to, going to be up against Denver in my high. Okay, the Jags are arrowhead, but that's that's a fascinating game. I mean, so yeah, something's kind of kind of got to give there. Um, yeah, I mean, if that's, if that's the secondary that is genuinely good, I don't think the Denver the Denver secondary having lost um, what's his name to uh, to the Rams is not yeah yeah having lost to leave is not what it was last season, but the Jag secondary is is incredibly solid. I mean, every level of that defense is solid. Yeah, when when uh, when Calais Campbell's bearing down on Mahomes, you see whether uh, adrenaline really is brown. <laughs> <laughs> Were they wearing? They had red pants in the Denver game, white at home. You know, it might might not look so good for them. We'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I've got um, you know, ever professional on this podcast. Um, there is a lot of cheering going on in my living room, and then Russ is holding up some suggestions. It's, I'm guessing Tottenham have scored a goal. Yeah, they um, have. Wasn't, wasn't looking good. Super Harry um, Kane. We're no longer getting murdered by Barcelona. We probably will get murdered by Barcelona. So it's, it's probably be finishing four-one or something. Um, well, Rich did... is Rich is distracted by Napoli, Liverpool as yeah. well. I do, I yeah, do have a, I do have a free bet on Barcelona to win three-one, twenty-five quid. So we'll see. Nice. <laughs> the emotional head bet. <laughs> um, my son is just now standing in this room grinning at me. Um, this is wonderful. Um, <laughs> Until Barcelona score two minutes time, and then it'll yeah, be yeah, yeah. Um, it was, by the way, just to sort of just to bring it back to NFL. Um, watching Sunday's game with him was magnificent. A bit of trouble that the it went to overtime, and he stayed up. You know. 45 minutes longer than he was sort of supposed to. Um, six o'clock games this season, I'd said, yeah, you can stay up and, and watch those. He was a bit older. Um, hadn't factored in the fact that the Titans would go on till quarter to 10. He didn't stay up in week one, I might add, when it went on till about one in the morning from, from six. <laughs> well, well, we've got, you know, that's a, that's a decent natural segue anyway, isn't it? From the, uh, from the Chiefs. Let's move. Let's move on to the Titans, Adam. Uh, well, it, it's one sort of wider thing that I wanted to talk about with the Titans. I mean, yes, a phenomenal, 
phenomenal victory. Marcus Mariota is is back. You know, if it is injury, maybe was the only reason he went away. But that was better than even I dare dream. Um, how he how he performed fourteen points there's, down. There's nothing wrong with that man's legs. The speed that he ran that touchdown in was unbelievable. Yeah, he he, he turned on the afterburners, didn't he? And the that the same was true a little bit last week, and I think um, where they were forced to bring him in without it really being the plan, it was clear that obviously a nerve-related elbow hand injury isn't going to affect his legs, and he was he was using them a bit against Jacksonville, but much more obvious in this game. But I mean, it, not not just that the way he he led multiple drives when the Titans were down. You know, including obviously overtime is the fame, going to be the famous one, three fourth down conversions, Oof. including including kind of what I want to get to, which is Mike Vrabel deciding to to go for it from the 32, I think it was. So it would have been about a sort of 49 yard field goal, something like that, which would tie the, which would have tied the game. Less than uh, two minutes left on the clock. That may have been it. Um Instead of doing that, he felt that the Eagles were on the ropes, um, fourth and two or thereabouts, good chance of getting it, and then a good chance of, of going down the field to, to win the game. What I wanted to compare that to was the Colts' decision in their game against the Texans, which you could look at it and say it was a very similar decision that Frank Reich took, so essentially gambling a tie to try and get a win. What was different in their, in their game was, well, the time left on the clock, but also the field position. Um, so I'd be... Was that, wait, was, that, was that Colts' decision in overtime? I can't remember where that one... Yes, yeah, so gone. the Texans were... They, they, the scoreline was already a tie at that point. So the, the Colts had the ball 25 seconds left, I think. They had about fourth and four in their own territory. Um decided to go for it rather than pump the ball away, which would have surely, surely meant a tie. Um, they didn't get, they didn't convert. So the Texans got the ball and had time to maybe make one first down field goal. Is that third goal, Russ? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, no little boy in here grinning this time. Um, so, so the, yeah, the Texans, Texans managed to, to kick a field goal and win the game. Um, a lot of people are saying that it's a similar decision gambling a gambling a tie gambling a tie on a fourth down conversion i would argue that it's not due to the clock and the field position together so that the colts even if they converted the chances of actually getting the win would have still been quite slim they had a a lot of fields still to cover craig has just joined us hello in a washing in a, in a washing machine by the sounds of it <laughs> is that loud yeah man <laughs> I've, uh, given, given the fact that I've come home reasonably late from training my missus decided she's gone to the uh, bedroom and left me in the living room um, while the washing's on so <laughs> <laughs> oh. and also Craig's naked as usual uh, I, uh, <laughs> I did I didn't hear that obvious, amazing banter. Whoever said that, it cut out. So I I just, just pointing out you in your usual attire for recording the podcast, which, which is nice. <laughs> you have to remember, I, I get out of, I come home, I'm coming back from training, getting in the shower and getting ready. I am sweating as I get out of the shower. 
Uh, hence why I'm always showing a bit of skin. You love it, Adam. Don't fucking try it, mate. I see you. <laughs> what what part the first of this wasn't me saying I loved it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm only human. <laughs> what do you want from me? Um, <laughs> hashtag athlete. <laughs> Yeah, we, we were we we're just talking, Craig. Um, I was just wondering what you thought of the the Colts going for it on fourth and four, um, deep in their their own territory versus the Titans. Maybe making a similar call. They've they've been praised. The Colts, yeah. Guys, at first, I think I messaged in the group. Um, I thought it was one of the craziest plays, calls. Sorry, play calls. Potentially of my time watching football, I just. You know, even more so than you. You know, you you argue that the big one that comes to mind is the um, Seahawks Super Bowl front passing on the one yard line and turning the ball over instead of handing it to Beast Mode. <clears throat> you can argue that everyone knew the ball was going to Beast Mode. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but you can sort yeah. of understand the decision making. I just couldn't, for the life of me, see where the upside was. However, I have thought about it, and. Uh, I suppose American sports don't like tires, yeah? We know that. That is a cultural thing. Andrew Luck has played the lights out game. Really, you know, that could be his comeback game. He's saying we're not if if you don't if you're not sure how you're gonna do in that division anyway, and you consider a loss and a tie similarly. And, you know, their defence hold us a tie anyway. Um, so that was their last chance potentially to win the game. So here's, here's my, here's my, my thing. Stance. I think I've gone the other way. I think I... Initially, my reaction was I'd just seen the, the Titans and what they did and then got wind of what the Colts did. And I kind of thought, well, actually, it's a similar, it's a similar decision. They're going to be criticised just because it didn't work. And, you know, the start, going back to that Seahawks thing, if they get a catch in the end zone for a touchdown, nobody talks about that again, do they? So you, you're judged by the result rather than the, how gutsy you are. But I've actually sort of gone the other way with the Colts. What, you know, had they converted on that fourth down, they'd have still had 20 seconds left and probably, probably not won the game anyway. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't see the upside was quite as obvious as in the, Titan situation when there was more time in the clock and they were much further down the field. So I, I kind of disagree with that. I think I think it's it's like all of these things. It's a gamble, right? It's a it's what are the odds of you getting the positive result that you want? And I think that the problem with the way that American sports ranks in division means that a tie is almost worthless. You might as well have got the loss. You might as well go for the win. And get above your rivals than bother sticking around and, and accepting a tie. And so yeah, that's why I think still I'm... better than a loss in how you know in, in it. I mean, it depends. It's just not. But it's marginal. Just... It's marginal, particularly when you're in that kind of um, wild card playoff race. Getting a win in there and getting that over someone else in the wild card race is always going to be better than having the tie. But so remember, I'm not, sorry, go on, Mitch. Carry on. And so I think I think I I personally am with 
I'm with the Titans on going for the win and I'm with the Colts on going for the win. I think you have to be smart about what your play is on that fourth down situation. I think that's maybe where the Colts do get dinged is that the play calling is what was dangerous there. Whereas the Titans had been winning on those play calls all day long. And so going for it on fourth down there is probably not a stupid decision. I, I think <clears throat> I part of me agrees with the 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 maybe the um the decision to question was the play that was called, not calling a play in itself. So again, <clears throat> when I'm talking about the Colts here, there was a position in the game where it was win or tie. Or you could surmise that percentage-wise, the end result is a win or a tie. So if you're saying that's my last chance to win, like I say, having initially thought that is the craziest bonehead play I've ever seen called, I'm not sure that's right. What I do think is in question is the nature of the play itself. You know, the the pass was so predictable and, uh, you know... uh, in contrast to the, the situation, if you're going to go, go big. You know, uh, Andrew Luck had been good that day. He'd, it, Luck was on his side. Uh, excuse the pun. Um, you know, we had a few opportunities that could have been pits that weren't pits. So, if the rubber, you know, if you get in the rubber to green, I think go big. Worst case scenario, you're better off going big, getting picked off their 10-yard line and give your defence far more chance to stop them rather than a quick pass five, six, seven, eight yards down the field and giving up field position. That, to- I think... Totally is, agree with that. That is, yeah. the, that is the decision. That is the question rather than the call for me now. I totally agree. I mean, if you go, if you go for that, a, a deep ball and it's picked, okay, fine. You might, it might be incomplete, but yeah. if it's, if it's, it's picked, as it's just good a punt. Exactly. Um, you know, especially if you, you whack it up high, you know, a smart defender might realise that and bat it down. But yeah, you know, how many defenders are actually smart in the NFL? Yeah, um, facts. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move away from That's, that, I guess. Hang on, Adam. I want to I bring up one thing here is the number of ties that we're starting to see in the NFL with the change to the, the shortening of overtime. Is yeah, Are yeah. we just going to see more and more ties? Because we've already had three, four ties already this season, and normally you might expect to see one or two in an entire season. Mm. We've had, I think we've had two. I think the... Obviously a couple of very possibles as well. I think both with the overtime rule and the um, impossibility of playing defence nowadays, I think that more ties are likely. You know, you've got every chance to get yourself back in the game meaning that you're more likely to tie games. And with the restriction of overtime, the fact that you can't play defence, I, I do. I think we're going to see more draws. Uh, actually, two changes to overtime rules, not at the same time. Both meant ties are more likely. The 10 minutes, as you say, but also the one before where um, you could no longer win with a field goal on that first drive, um, which I think is better. But yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to see more of them. And I think teams will start to realise that there can occasionally be a, be a value in that. I think it's 3-2. I've got a dancing boy um, in the dining room. <laughs> um, we'll keep, there'll be regular <laughs> score updates throughout <laughs> this podcast. Um, Craig, as, as you're now here, um, 
we've got we've got some business, haven't we? We've got some uh, the annual events. Somebody get me Olivia Newton John. And I'm actually <laughs> listen. I'm worried. I'm worried because this is going to go spot. There was going to be a distinctive winner. It's all going to be perfectly researched and uh, boring as fuck. So, well, um, my, my only concern is how much NFL knowledge is actually needed. Needed. For, you know, I could be in trouble. <laughs> so I'm, it's going to be I'm, well researched and prepared and be boring as fuck. That sounds like one of my quizzes. It is. It's an Adam <laughs> quiz. I'm telling you now. It is an Adam <laughs> quiz, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared. Um, so, listen, let's crack straight on. If uh, keen podcast listeners remember, I dropped a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of gold uh, a few weeks ago. OBJ um, being a particularly talented soccer player um, and at 13 years old or something like that, having an opportunity to try out um, for the national team. Today's quiz is going to be testing your knowledge of two sports stars in the NFL. Now, of it, they will all be American football players, but they will also have had some success in another sport. Now, Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon you, you do, do that and you've got like a 25% chance of getting it correct. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, we're going to go for anyone who's had a notable career in any other sport. When I talk about notable, we are talking college level and above. Nine times out of ten, any NFL star would have been a two, three, four sports star at high school. We're talking about scholarships at college and above, which may include playing overseas, being drafted by other major leagues or playing in any other minor leagues. Okay, so we've, we've got to guess the other sport. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say a name. You're going to then tell me what their other sport was. Amazing. There will... There's half a chance here. There that is. Starting in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will be, use your... Uh, uh, your name, if you can remember. And uh, yeah, <laughs> there is also opportunities here. I'm even keeping score. Look, I've got a fucking pen and pad. See that? Um, <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> Some research there. Oh, we're good to go. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, there's an extra point if you can tell me the level they played at. So you get one point for getting the other sport. Another point if you can get the level they managed to get to. Make okay. sense? Okay. Yeah. Right, we'll start with an easy one. Uh, Troy Aikman. Rich. Baseball. Indeed. Rich. Uh, can you tell me the level he played at? College. No, he was actually drafted by the New York Mets. He was drafted. Um, let's go with Terry Bradshaw. Adam. Adam. I'm going to say baseball again. He actually set a national record at the time for throwing in the javelin. (laughs) Now you say that, that rings a bell. Okay. Chris Carter. Russ. Russ. College basketball. Oi! He's done the double there. Oh, unbelievable. Hey, where's that? Where's that dark gun gone? <laughs> <laughs> Eric Decker. Rich. Rich, go for it. Ice hockey. 
No. I, can I, can, no. I, I, did he play lacrosse? Someone, no, didn't. someone in this quiz is playing lacrosse. I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> All right. Um, Adam, yeah. uh, was, was he? Did he do ice skating with his missus, like in couples? Brother and sister <laughs> figure skating <laughs> with his sister Carol. As long as it didn't involve catching anything, I think it's got to be it can't be football or baseball or anything like that, right? Uh, yeah, he was drafted baseball. I can't hear you. He keeps cutting out. So I probably missed some shit there too. Uh, let's keep moving. Jim Brown. Adam. Basketball? That's... No, it can't be. Soccer. No, I'm not going to give either of those. He played both basketball. However, he is in the lacrosse. (laughs) I I literally said basketball. Also, MLS has been going for a long, long time when you think that Pelé and Beckenbauer and Rodney Marsh played in the... uh, Started, started, actually. Yeah, mate. Uh, we'll have a few more. Uh, uh, currently, Rust is winning uh, so, uh, with two points. So, uh, well done, lads. Um, <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's go with Dante Culpepper. Russ, go for it. Basketball <laughs> and drafted. No, he was drafted, but he was drafted by the Yankees. Ah. Antonio Gates. Rich. Oh, I'm going to go Rich. Everyone knows this one. Even, well, even though he said his name after I did. <laughs> no, Rich I, definitely I, I, got there first. He said it first. I heard Rich. Go for it, Rich. <laughs> Adam, mate, cut it out. You've got minus, mate. <laughs> I thought he started on minus after the uh, last shenanigans on uh, on yeah, Adam's quiz. I agree. <laughs> I, 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 spoiler: Adam's not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, go for it. Basketball and college. Absolutely. Um. Oh, let's go for Marquis Godwin. Rich. Goodwin. Russ. Rich. Uh, long jump and Olympics. Absolutely. An Olympic long jumper, amazing. He is. <laughs> he um, absolutely is. Let's go for RG3. Rich. Baseball. Rich. Do I reckon you up? Uh, say that again. Baseball. No, afraid not. Uh, I'm going to offer it. Adam. Go for it, Adam. Basketball. No. Russ, lacrosse. No. Ah. He was a record-setting hurdler. Um, let's go for... And he still had these. Yeah, yeah. And with Jake Locker. Adam. Baseball. And go he was... I think he was drafted. Was he not? He was indeed. Uh, he was. He was drafted by the LA Angels. But... In fact, there was there was talk of when he retired from the NFL. There was actually serious talk of him. Yeah, yeah. And he could play in the outfield. But with that, uh, 
Mate, what's going on with your internet? Flavour to the views, <laughs> five points. Like me, you probably don't know who won, so in the edit I managed to decipher this through some technical mumbo-jumbo. Richard actually won, so here's his music. Well done, Rich. My, my internet. Yeah, mate, your internet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you round at Mark's? <laughs> look. <laughs> look, look at that blue line. <laughs> can you sort it out, Russ? <laughs> I can. Can you get big time? Can you get I big can, time on them? I can do all kinds of things. Listen, do you know who the fuck I am? That's what I went to start a conversation with. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing we were even able to answer some questions in, in there. Who actually won? I don't know. I couldn't hear Craig. Rich won. Uh, let's Rich assume won it was me. Music. I've already done that. No, Rich dominated. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you came last. Thank you. It's actually quite good fun doing the quiz from the other yeah. side. Yeah, that was, well, that, that was actually, look, well researched, all the correct answers, nowhere near as fun. Next time I'm just going to make something up. <laughs> no research. The controversy in, fact, in the quiz is half the fun. Yeah, always. Yeah, I agree. That was too well researched, yeah. factually accurate, I assume. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Um, yeah. Wait like, till fact, next that, year's. <laughs> that shouldn't even count as your annual quiz. I think you need to do another one and bring it back to I'll, where it I'll, should I'll be. Do, I'll do another one in the new year. I'll okay. do one Super Bowl special. That is just calamity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, since, since you're here and you've got, not, well, relatively stable internet, um, you wanted to talk, did you really want to talk about the Jets? Full gold. I, I, yeah, I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. And, you know, I'm a fan, right? So, obviously, I've, I've, I've had plenty of banter. Man United ain't doing too well. I didn't know if you knew or not. Um, so, you know, the Jets, the Jets were my uh, silver lining. The Jets were my hope. And I, I was so high on Sam after two weeks. So high. Um I just don't know what's happened. I mean, I don't know if anybody's actually bothered watching the Jets. I wouldn't blame you if you hadn't. Um, but if you've actually watched us play football, between week two and week three, we're two different teams. Our play calling looks bland and unimaginative. Um, it doesn't look like it is sort of reflective of the defence, which pisses me off. I don't like I don't like coaches just calling plays. And I'm a fan, I'm not this is not digging Todd Bowles out. I like Todd Bowles. I doubt he's got anything to do with the play calling. Well I was gonna ask you that. Is is Todd Bowles No nah, yeah, he well is he'll be he'll 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 have if he has any influence on the play calling it'll be defensive. Um no, I didn't mean so much the play calling, but more in general. Uh, is is he should he now kind of be on the hot seat a bit? I mean, it's, it's a I few think years he's got, there now. Yeah, he's got to... We we have to look competitive this year. Otherwise, I think it's a reasonable time to ask for a change. I think he's, what, third season? Third or fourth season. He inherited absolute dog shit. So, fine. Give him give him time. But he's had, time, he's had draft picks. Um, he went and got this quarterback. And I'm not saying write him off. It's, 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 you know, growing pains, no doubt about it. So I'm not hating, but it's just the, the excitement. Even um, after the loss, was it week, week two? 
I was still excited about us as a side. You watch us the last two weeks, and it is dire. The weird thing, the weird thing for me about the Jets <laughs> is that Darnold felt like he was a a good not final piece in that offense, but certainly like a good step forward in an offense that already had Anunwa and Robbie Anderson are both very good wide receivers. I'm not sure either of them elite, but they're both very good. And as a one-two wide receiver punch, that's a, that's a good start. I controversially like Crowell. I think he's a good running back. He was in a terrible system in the Browns. I think he's in a better situation at the Jets, particularly with Powell alongside him as a change of pace back. And so... I don't feel like the Jets are lacking in weapons. I feel like there's some good weapons there and I don't understand why there's not, why there isn't a, something that makes the most of that. It feels like it's less than the sum of its parts right now. Which is my issue about the play calling. It, it isn't, it doesn't seem to lend itself to our strengths. I'm a big fan of Anunua. Let get the ball in his hands, and it's like we we seem to go to um, who was it the other day? Uh, Brandon Cooks. He had a, he'd been a bit quiet, and they got him involved early. And I'm a big fan of that. having played the game, obviously not at that level, but having played American football and a skill position, you want your best player engaged early. You don't want them, you know, skill position players are generally deeperish. You don't want them in the third quarter sulking that they haven't had targets. You want to get their hands warm nice and early. First few passes, get it to your best players, get them involved. It's like we take ages to try and get to the ball to to a number. I don't understand. We're not letting Anderson run. The point is he's meant to be the one to stretch the field. We, we Our deep shots are, are always um, hopeful or when our back's against the wall. It's like we, we aren't, we aren't going in with a clear plan to benefit our players and we're not reacting to what the defence are doing. We look good for two series. Defence makes adjustments and, and we don't. It, it's worrying. I was really disappointed over the weekend and, and having so much excitement, such a good off-season, um, great noises coming out of the camp. I really hope the wheels haven't fallen off this early. I really want to see us... Um, being aggressive, playing to our strengths and, and a little ballsy. We ain't going to win the Super Bowl. Fine. But give people a game. Do you know what I mean? Give them a game. Don't let anyone want to play the Jets. That's what's pissing me off. Yeah, yeah. You want some excitement at least. You don't want to be just getting to the third quarter and feeling like, ah, oh, just going to switch to on red zone. <laughs> oh, I've been there for a few years, mate. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> The let's let's move well a quick a quick word by the way on the on the Browns they got their first first win was it last week or the week week before um, was that against the Jets I've lost yeah. track of that it was Thursday, wasn't um, it Thursday night football it yeah Thursday yeah yeah so I mean they they should have won again at the Raiders uh, what a ridiculous game that was um, yeah you know, may, maybe it's just the the fact that they're not used to winning and they couldn't close it out. A bit of controversy on a a moved ball spot um, that was reviewed by the officials, but you know, everything seemed to well, it needed to go right for the Raiders. They needed eight points to tie. They got the two point conversion. 
um, and it all it all fell for them. And then you you know as soon as as soon as they're they're nearly scoring, you could see what was coming for poor old Cleveland. Um, but I don't think they're going to be stuck on one win. They're going to get more, aren't they? I I quite like the Browns. I, I think they look good. Amari Cooper looked like 2016 Amari Cooper for the first time in a long time, and I think that hurt them. Um, but yeah, I I I think they're. I still think the coaching in Cleveland is not matching the level of quality that they have in that. That's the, that's, yes. that's the bottom line. And do you know what? Do you know what's really struck me? I was a big critic of. Um, would have been Al Davis at the time. That's where Hugh Jackson was before he went to the Browns. He was at the Raiders, right? And I'm pretty sure the Raiders were eight and eight. First time the Raiders had looked competitive in years, and they'd and uh, he got moved on. And I thought, why? Why has he been moved on? And what's he done in Cleveland? What has what has actually happened? What's improved? He's drafted a shitload of quarterbacks. What, what's, what's, what's changed? Uh, you know, he's missed on every draft pick potentially other than Baker. Like, what, 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 is he, what has he brought there? I am, I'm astounded. And I, 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 I actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with, okay, maybe they get two wins, two or three wins. But I can't see them being anywhere near 500. Um, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think they suck. I really, I think they suck. I like Baker. He's exciting. I, th- I think, I think they've got. I'm, I'm a bit. I think they get four or five wins despite the coaching. Um, I'd be mainly because, mainly because of Baker. That's what it always comes down to. The and Miles Garrett. That guy's a stud. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy's a stud. And that that defense in general, though, it's not just him. That's yeah. not a defense that you want to face. I mean. No, well, well, the Raiders found it okay. In the, in the it weekend. has a big one, but I, I picked the Browns in my fantasy defense, expecting them to to have a decent time of it against the Raiders, and that was yeah, a terrible they, they decision, bro. Oh yeah, so tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, blame me. <laughs> Fine. Um, I, I I do think I do think there are pieces in that Browns offense. Jarvis Landry, I thought, was going to be an absolute bust this season, but he's proved me wrong. He actually looks like a decent got, a decent wide receiver. But like you look at some of the hands. stuff, the, the connection that he and Mayfield seem to have could do them very well over the next few years if they can, if they can make that work. It's weird. You'd have expected Coleman or Gordon to, to be, to be <laughs> bigger than you know, We all know what happened there. Um, yeah, any any receiver on the scrap people instantly linked with the Patriots, um, as as you'd expect. I mean, he's Gordon has started his first game, not set the world alight yet, but you can see it coming, can't you? Um, Drew Brees, just a quick word before we get into the worst team in football chat. Well, that before we move off the teams, just a reminder: does anyone else not find it hilarious that? Um, and this is a. Let's get his opinion next week. That Dougie stopped supporting a team, having supported a team his whole life last year, and that team is the most exciting team in football. Does nobody find that hilarious? A little bit. We talk, we we kind of we were talking about that before you were you were oh, on. Did actually, I miss it? But oh, yeah, annoying. you did. 
<laughs> I, I think that's just absolutely that. They, I mean, if there is a team in the NFL now that you wanted to start supporting, is it not the team with a young, first-year, exciting quarterback and arguably the fastest man in the league? Like <laughs> that, that team is unreal. I, I, I anyway. They've got one or two decent running backs as well there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, that, that's, as I said earlier, I mean, that game against Denver really impressed me. Um, so Doug, Doug supports the Browns now, right? Have I got that right? <laughs> yeah, and in fact, the Browns. Pretty sure he said the Browns, this was their Super Bowl year, two, two seasons ago. He did. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad it's just not just me keeping score <laughs> we did a poll if, if you recall last week on what jersey he needs to get Baker Mayfield was the winner there unpredictably <laughs> I, I think I he's believe. got he's got a, he's got a decent amount of David and Joker about him I think you know he I thought that would have been better yeah or Josh Gordon <laughs> Johnny Manziel <laughs> make him get Manziel yeah, that would be that much better, wouldn't it? Um, just Maybe as what Doug needs, he needs to support a CFL team. <sighs> yes. yes, yes, that is it. What, where's, where, where is he? Alouettes? Is that where he is? Yeah, I think sure. it's Alouettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get him, get him, get him the clobber. That CFL. Is shit, that is a shit kit as well. <laughs> It's the it's the equivalent in American football of the hundred ball. Um, that might be a bit niche. Um, <laughs> You'd love that. <laughs> uh, just just um, Drew Brees. Just a quick acknowledgement. Um, he's he's about to break another record, isn't he? Um, and I've spectacularly failed to prepare by forgetting which record it is. He's about, <laughs> he's about to break, but. Um, is, What's is he's he done? He's done yards, hasn't he done completions? He's done like a load in the last two weeks or something. Well, I mean, for, yeah, let's gloss over the fact that neither of us know what which which that is. I'm sure it's the most completions and yards. I think they're the two that he's broken recently. But is people don't look at Breeze as as highly as the others? I mean, we've we've when we did our ultimate team and we're talking about the all-time great QBs, he doesn't quite get into that final conversation. I'm not sure that's fair. It's, it's got to be down to the number of Super Bowl wins. He's, he's struggled in, in, in New Orleans to have a defense that really matches his talent. And that's I think not his if, fault. If, no, it's not his fault. Yeah. But if he had three or four Super Bowls to his name, we'd be talking about him in the same breath as greats. Yeah, and you're and you're only looking at MVPs for in successful teams, aren't you? And that's potentially why you're why you you're not rating rating him as as up there because the numbers don't lie. Is his numbers stack up yeah. against anyone? But as far as and you can say, obviously the the defense is nothing to do with him, but successful teams breed MVPs that's where you start talking about legends I don't know what the stat is on this but he must have won more 50-48 games than any QB in history <laughs> my thing my thing with Drew Brees and I, I, I love Drew Brees and I think he doesn't nearly get the credit he deserves is we talk about yes he's only won one Super Bowl and I think that is a not that's his issue um, Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl 
um, and he's often in the conversation for the greatest of all time. Uh, great, is Rich. great point, yeah. I'm pretty sure Rich is having a piss or something in the background, but that's cool. No worries, Rich. Um, Just get more water. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing about water, what the fuck, mate? What? Do you not know how we do this podcast? <laughs> I've had four beers after work, mate. Okay, cool. <laughs> well into it. <laughs> it's just because um, he's not sitting there swilling his red wine in a stemless glass, which <laughs> hasn't gone unnoticed. <laughs> oh, I assumed you were drinking port. <laughs> we, 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 we stay classy out here. Um, you strike me as a port man, Craig. <laughs> I, like, I like red wine, not, not so much port. Maybe at Christmas. Um, <laughs> I'd say it's more likely that you've broken the stem off and just keep it <laughs> mate my, that is more likely my miss is is the uh, interior decorator not me mate you'll see lots of like coloured stuff that matches and blah blah and I just chuck shit like medals and there's an amp over there you know she doesn't like that stuff anyway big screen uh, TV yeah exactly <laughs> that is literally that we walked in the first day the first thing Fuck the rest. That bitch needs to be right there with my little chair behind. <laughs> anyway, enough about my flat. Um, so uh, the thing about the thing about Breeze, and this is what annoys not annoys me, but this is my biggest issue with Statos. Yeah, is you will watch Tom Brady play football, and you will watch Drew Breeze play football. Now there will be a certain number of stats that Brady has. That Breeze simply doesn't. Watch them both play and tell me who you enjoy watching. I, I don't think that there are three players, three quarterbacks who I've enjoyed watching as much as Drew Breeze, and they are Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, sorry, two, two other quarterbacks who I've enjoyed watching as much. Chuck Payton Manning, more for what he does at the line of scrimmage rather than his actual play. So, you know, I, I still think sport is an entertainment business. I think that we should enjoy it. I sh- it should be aesthetically pleasing. Um, I'm not just about function. And I six foot, which at the time of which he came into the league, that was too small. That was too small for a football player, too small for a quarterback. And um, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's a great human being. I love hearing him talk. He's so down for New Orleans. He's so down for the team. Great family man. And watch him play football. Even if he doesn't win. Okay, he's got one one Super Bowl. I don't give a shit. I'll watch Drew Brees play football every Sunday before I even consider watching that horrible organisation and that dickhead they got throwing the ball. And Blockhead as well. He can suck out. Yeah, I got... I've got two things on that. First one is, I totally agree, he is incredibly entertaining to watch because he takes risks and you know that he's going to trust his receivers. The second is, you left Patrick Mahomes off your list. (laughs) (laughs) There are some ears burning and some smoke (laughs) coming out of them somewhere. Um, But... Um, let's let's move into a quick. In fact, we're, time is getting away from us. Let's let's make this a bit snappy. The worst team in football. We're talking about this each week. Um, the Bills lost. The Cards lost. Um, the Niners lost. The Jets it's, lost. It's but definitely not the Bills. It's definitely but, not the Bills. Bills are off the table now. Fine, fine. Um, they're playing the Titans this week, so they might be back on the table. We'll see. Um, 
Who am I kidding? They're going to do you lot, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm paranoid. <laughs> I'm, <worried. laughs> I'm telling I'm really... you, they're going to do you lot. Wait, are you, are you, are you, are you in Buffalo or are you home? Yeah, it's in Buffalo. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. You're going to get you're done. Gonna, you're going to get done, mate. That defense <laughs> is going to tear you a new one. <laughs> uh, oh, I hope not. I really hope not. Um, but the Cards are playing the Niners this week. And, well, I'd say we'll cover it in a sentence. Craig's going to cover that in a sentence. Um, but, Russ, Rich, some why sentences. is your team, some sentences, why is your team worse than the other one? Russ, well, kick us well off. I'll, I'll go. The fact that the fact that we've got rookie Josh Rosen with with no one in behind. Well, I say no one in behind. Sam Bradford doesn't deserve to wear the jersey. I'm, I'm not having it. It's one of the worst decisions that that they've ever made. Bring back Cart Horse Palmer. The only the wow. the, the only <laughs> shine. Wait, 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 wait a minute. No, 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 no. You're wait. chucking him under the bus. Who He's Bradford? Done. Yeah, done. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, fuck How off. Um, Jesus, he's he's only three quarters away from a season end. Yeah, injury. Yeah, you, right. you can't you can't please these new fans these yeah, days. That's true. Oh, <laughs> we've got we've got we've we've got we've got Johnson. That's good. that's a shine. That's an absolute shining light for us. I'll, I'll take that. That is superstar quality. Um, in the cards that you know maybe the the Niners don't have, although they've been unfortunate with the injury to to McKinnon, but he's not he's not in in um. Johnson's class overall. Fitz is amazing and he's had an amazing career, but he's massively on the decline. And it's not his fault that people can't throw to him, you know, wherever wherever he may find himself. And other than that, I mean, you look at our other our other receivers, Chad Williams, JJ Nelson, Christian Kirk, you know, we've got Ricky Seals Jones and Jermaine Gresham as tight ends. We literally have no weapons whatsoever, nothing. So it's give the ball to Johnson and hope he can he can make something happen. Um, Patrick Peterson, I don't know what's happened to Patrick Peterson. He doesn't look like the 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 force he once was either. Whether he's unhappy or whether he's just you know cruising along, I don't know. Um, and yeah, I just think that you know I'm not entirely sure what what Wilkes is bringing to the table. We're, yes, we're only four games in. Yes, we're on a restructure, but yeah, I mean, Wilkes is supposed to be a defensive coordinator. That's not entirely negative. <laughs> Rich, why, well, I, like, why is that team going to be the Niners? I, I would love to say that the Niners have got huge amounts of talent, and we do, but it's all on injured reserve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. um, it's it's really frustrating because I actually think we could be a, not not necessarily a playoff bound NFL team, but we could at least be a middling NFL team for the first time in a long time and on an upward swing. But it's another season wasted. It's another season down the drain. CJ Beathard is a try hard quarterback, but he's an average backup. He's in his second season. I, I like CJ. The man can take a hit. He is the punching. Has, yeah, yeah, he's the punching bag of the NFL right now. I mean, I don't know if anyone else saw the highlights from the Niners game, but I watched the whole thing, and uh, he took some beating in that second half of that game. Um, but yeah, we've got starting running back, starting quarterback. 
arguably our wide receiver one have all been injured or out for most of the season. Uh, with Marquise Goodwin, I've been unimpressed with Garcon. I thought he had the opportunity to really cement himself as a quality wide receiver, but he's done he's passed not it. a lot. Finished. He's, he's not, finished. He's not done a lot this season. And I don't know. CJ seems to like him more than uh, more than uh, um, Jimmy G does. But there's there's some bright spots. We got we got Breeder, but you try running behind uh, um, an offensive line that is heavily backups with you know first first year center from from the Giants who seems to be decent but is in and out with injuries and a rookie right tackle. You know, it. My, my hope for the season is that we'll be able to start to get that offensive line to gel and put the pieces in place for next season and probably get a top five pick. I, li- and I like the look of Kittle, Rich. I do like Kittle. I actually have a bet on with one of my, uh, one of my friends out in Colorado that Kittle's going to be a top five end on PFF by the end of the season. And right now he's PFF's number one. He is he's a good blocking wide receiver, uh, blocking tight end. Came out of college known as a blocking tight end, and has shown that he's actually much more than that. He's got athletic skills. He's got good hands. Apparently, Man, you is... may not have heard this. He went to the same college as Bethard. <laughs> I, I didn't that's, know that's that. Like I mean, the, that's... that's like the uh, Fitzpatrick Harvard thing, isn't it? It's <laughs> great. <laughs> And the I, I was, thing. Why do they keep telling us about RPOs? Like we don't know what the fuck that means. Why do they keep doing that? Piss me off. Yeah, there's, there's a and, and like RPOs wasn't a big thing. What two or three seasons ago, where everyone was running them? Literally, and, uh, literally. <laughs> also, they're calling I, I, things nonsense. RPOs which aren't. That's that's bugging me as well. Like, yeah, like a read option type things that there's no there's no pass in. Well, that's what that's. Line. It's not RPO. It's just let's let's get more let's get more Tony Romo on commentary telling us what they're about to do before they actually do it. I like that. Jason Witten's doing a bit of that. Have you? He's he's like a he's like Romo Junior. You heard it? (laughs) Yeah, he is like Romo Junior. I do. I do actually love that, though. I do love... I do, yeah. Like, I, I'm not a fan of Tony Romo. I wasn't a fan of Tony Romo, but I cannot not... Like Gary Neville. Like, you can't, <laughs> no matter what your preference, <laughs> they know what they're fucking talking about. Do you know what I mean? Even if you think they're dicks, which, if you're not a Man United fan, I can appreciate you thinking, Nev's a bit of a knob. But I, know well, I, I, assume, I assume you feel the same about Carragher. He gives some good insight, but you probably hated him from his playing days. He is oh. a bit of a knob, though. He's still a cock, isn't he? He's, not, he's nowhere near what Nev's doing, and he spits at children, so fuck him. Right, enough uh, of I like, this. I like, the two of them, I like the two of them together. Anyway, um, going, back, going back to the Niners, I'd love to argue that the Niners are worse than the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have basically one good piece in place, and that's the QB. And I think that's about it right now. And that offensive line is killing him. Yeah. So... I got to agree with Russ. I I hate to do it, but I've got to agree with Russ. I think you're actually going to beat us to first pick in the uh, in the 2019 draft. If, if we can if we can keep Rosen healthy, <laughs> right, and that's and that's going to be a challenge. <laughs> Rosen healthy and a fully fit and firing Johnson, you know, number one pick in the draft. You know, 
bit of, bit of trade be we we should. I don't be, know about you. I heard that as Rosen having a fully fit and firing Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just what you said. That Adam, it. that's decent. Adam, Thank that you. is decent. <laughs> well uh, done. That shit. was decent. Russ, I I'm think, disappointed. I, think you... I would have expected that from you. Adam, that was witty as fuck. Well done. Well done, sir. I don't know if Doug's going to bother listening this far into the podcast, but I think we've got a podcast title there. <laughs> what, Ro- Rosen's firing yeah. Johnson? Yeah, done. There it is. That That's is the one. Uh, That's okay. the name. Well done. Well done, well, boys. Right. Speaking <laughs> speaking of wit, shall we do some one sentence previews? Yeah, we we we're we're an hour in, mate. So why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's some sentence previews. Some sentence previews. <laughs> um, well, in that case, without further ado, Indianapolis at New England. If there's any luck, that was the poor so you get it. Patch reverts time, and this is really the beginning of the end, but probably not. Tennessee at Buffalo. If they do, they need it now. Christie kicks it high and short. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Catches it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. He's got something. He's got it. He's got it. Hey, you got the slow cap there, bro. You just won up. Adam <laughs> nailed it with that little witty, but that was that was in the stack. Rich, rich well, well played. Rich, rich, cute and everything. Well done, sir. Well done. I've had a good couple of minutes on this. Uh, New York Giants <laughs> at Carolina. Off an early bye week, will it be rust a reward for the Panthers? Miami at Cincinnati. Three and one Dolphins. Three and one Bengals. Both finish eight and eight. So meh. Baltimore at Cleveland. Well, this is going to be a uh, defensive battle, so I'm assuming Adam's going to be sitting down to enjoy it. Green Bay at Detroit. Rogers definitely ain't right. Could it be a tight fit in Detroit? Jacksonville at Kansas City. Who cares? <laughs> Denver at New York Jets. Have you ever seen the wheels fall off a bus so quickly? Donald needed to prove that he isn't the worst starting QB from the class. Oh, and they played Denver. Some sentences. Atlanta at Pittsburgh. Two teams much better than their record, but I do fear for the loser of this one. Oakland at LA Chargers. No joy for Jay. Rivers is getting into a groove with his offense. Minnesota at Philadelphia. Repeat Elassie's NFC Championship game. I expect a reversal. Arizona at San Francisco. There we go. LA Rams at Seattle. Oh, Mitchell nicely summed up the Seahawks this season. Rams, is, Rams are going to dominate this one. Dallas at Houston. Stetson, check. Boots, check. Spurs, check. I'm ready for the NRG. Are you? Washington at New Orleans. This is going to be fun for fans of PPR fantasy football everywhere. Big scoring game. And uh, more Drew Brees, I am sure. There we go. One sentence previews. Is that as... No, we've, we've definitely definitely have worse attempts than that in the past um, certainly attempts that have gone on longer let's get straight into AOB um, Craig haven't, see, haven't seen you in a couple of weeks you've got to have something you've got to have yeah. something eating you I have funnily enough um, <laughs> just a, a, a continued fuck you to BET Sports 
Can't Got BT still. Broadband, they're fine. No, fuck them as well. Listen, <laughs> honest to God, Just my BT. internet has never been an issue. I cannot believe this. Anyway, yeah, well, double fuck you then. Uh, stop not recording sport, bro. Stop calling yourself a sports channel and not showing us the whole sports. You know that sports times change. It's bullshit. It's not cool. Uh, Saw it out. That's one. Secondly. Um, I'm sure you did that. Yeah, I have done that. <laughs> I, I, it might be recurring. If, if, if I keep watching Every week sports, until they sort it out. Yeah, if I keep watching sports where it cuts before the literally... What happens at the end of the game? There's a specific word. It's called clutch. Is the most important part of the game. And they keep missing it. What the fuck are you playing at? Anyway. Um, but I'm going to extend my fuck yous. I'm generous like that. Um, I don't even want to say his name. And I, you will not see me tweet about him. I will not increase the traffic. But as we have such a niche market, um, this is a, a, a very special mi- middle finger to uh, Kanye West. <laughs> yee, yee. Yee. No, no, fuck him. If it's yee, his name's the. That is what yee means, you penis. I, 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 I'm, I am so over this diva acting motherfucker, I swear to God. You, I can't even call you what I want to call you. Even I can't go there on the rate, on the podcast. So, you know what I'm saying, yeah? He, do you know what? He, he needs to be signed by the Patriots and Bill Belichick. That's the only thing that could sort him out. Literally, he's put himself in Tom Brady and Blockhead's world. Like, of the <laughs> ultimate cocks that we have to suffer. I cannot stand this, brother. And here's the thing, yeah. Here's what I'm asking. This is what I'm asking you to do. If you listen... To this podcast, do me a favor. Don't search this dude. Don't look at his shit on Twitter. Don't even don't even cuss him. Don't follow him. Don't do no, I will not I will not enter that into my phone to increase his revenue. Fuck him. He's in the he's in the place with Tommy Robinson and Kay Hopkins. They don't get no airtime. They get no play. These people are fucking idiots. Self-serving, self-obsessed, uh cretins who are leeches on society leeches on progress they're fucking clowns they're only concerned about themselves and their um self-interest bun them fuck them and, and let's let's erase them don't even say their name in it just say dickhead and we'll be, process of elimination <laughs> that's me <laughs> wow that was good that's, this, that's where AOB should be. I'm scared, Russ, that you want to go all positive about the Ryder Cup. Well, I, I want to talk about the Ryder Cup, but it's not all positive. Okay. Um, the, the Ryder Cup was exceptional. I absolutely adore it. The whole format, the whole match play golf thing is just exceptional. But I want to talk about a woman who got hit by a golf ball. I mean, have you heard about this? Have you read about yes. it? Yeah. Her, her, yeah, her, her, her eyeball exploded and, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, and she's tr- she's going to try and sue the organisers of the Ryder Cup and the French National Golf and all this sort of thing because apparently <laughs> nobody because nobody warned her it was coming. Now, <laughs> I, I've I've got a feeling, right? I got a feeling there was probably about fifty thousand people. That, that would have shouted four left or four right or whatever. And when you're at the golf, that sort of shit happens. It will have been on, it will have been on telly. It will have been recorded. There will have been a warning shouted. You are not going to get any money, love. 
Certainly yeah, not from suing the riding yeah, company. Except, except she How probably it... will. Yeah, she that's will from selling her story somewhere or whatever. That's bullshit. She was involved in an unfortunate accident, and the fact that her eye exploded is horrific, right? Don't get me wrong. But don't go all suey on people. Nobody likes a fucking suey prick. You're at the job. Someone's about to hit off the tee. Why, why, why was her eyes open? How did she get hit in the eye? I can see getting hit in the head, maybe getting in the mouth, but of all places, you wouldn't get hit. Surely it should be your eye. Why would you be I'm assuming she didn't at- see it. <laughs> <laughs> she, ain't see, she ain't see it much. I'm just speculating that she may not have seen it coming. Um, but... <laughs> Oh shit! They're the ones that do, yeah. The ones that you don't see coming. <laughs> the golf ball at the golf tournament—you didn't see it with your eyes. You oh, stupid. Yeah. Cat. Can I? Can I just say one more thing? I'm going to go for a, an unprecedented third piece of any other business. Has anybody else <laughs> been watching this fucking shit show that is uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder's press tour? What no, an absolute bullshit! What an absolute <laughs> pair <laughs> pair of cunnies, right? The very fact that they are they were sat they were sat together on a they were pictured and videoed sat together having a good laugh on a sofa backstage and then coming out telling everybody how much they hate each other and how much they're gonna do this. Yes, I understand they're selling tickets. Yes, I understand they're putting on a show. But people the, the people that can't see through all of this fucking hyped up American bullshit um is beyond me. And people that just think it's all real and not staged and constructed and it's it's is, annoying. Is it not just getting as bad as WWE? That's exactly what it's doing. WWF. At this point, I'm not having an E. It's WWF. Well, it literally isn't, but cool. Um, here's my thing with that. I just want to quickly. <laughs> I just want to quickly comment. I've got no problem. No problem. With fighters selling fights. That's their job. Sell the fight. That is that is it. But even in WWE or professional wrestling, they're going against like some of the fundamentals. Like the point, if you're gonna sell, and you'll have to you have to sell. You've got to sell a story because otherwise people won't buy it. That's fine. That's if the fight of, if the if the fight's good enough, if the fight's sports. good enough, mate, if the fight's good enough, people are nah, watching it. I think there's very, very few fights where purely sporting talent will bring you in. So I've got no issue, zero issue with selling a fight. Sell a fight. Be creative. But what you will have in any, like I say, in professional wrestling, where obviously the outcome is predetermined, but they are selling the story. It's what? The point is the story. Sorry. Storytelling. So back, back, back up a minute. The outcome's... Oh, pre- sorry, mate. Shit! <laughs> Spoiler. Um, that's, that's Hang on a sec. You're going to be telling us. You're going to be telling us Santa's not real any second now. I know. Get out. Destroy endurance. Um, here's my thing with it. Within professional wrestling, you at least stay within the realms of reality. The best characters are just an extension or an over exaggeration of your own personality. The situation or the story. You look in pro wrestling, and they've done real stories about sort of infidelity, wife, husband, shit. Yeah, it's grandiose, but there's an element of reality based in it. What them two are doing is a mockery. It's, 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 it's farcical. And, and the most annoying thing is, that's the one thing they can't do, because if you was to look at them as two human beings, you would not, if you're not a boxing fan, 
Fast and Fury's got no hope. You're looking at one athlete and one dude has just come out of the chip shop. So they need to they need to at least build their story in reality. The foolishness that they're guarding with is pissing me off. And I'm a Fury fan. I love Fury. I like him. I think he's a down to earth dude. Down for He's a much better boxer than he's given credit for, but I haven't liked that build up at all. I'm fully with you. There, it's a bit embarrassing. We got but another. We got a, got another month of it yet. My issue, my issue with it is not the drama and the storylines and all that stuff. It's the predictability of it all. That's what annoys me. It's all so predictable and it's boring. Yeah, I've, uh, I've managed to completely avoid this, and I. I <laughs> I think I'm happiest of the four of us for that. Stay, stay there, you're, you're still you're still watching WWF, mate. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Adam, I can assure you. Move um, on, Rich. Yeah, um, I'm going to be all positive. I am loving the fact that Netflix and Amazon Prime are starting to scrape the barrel on new content and are having to uh, to start to bring back some old favourites. So I've been enjoying Scrubs which I loved when that was first released. That's now on Amazon Prime. And I discovered the other day, to my delight, or the the 11-year-old in me delight, that the real Ghostbusters is now available on Netflix. I fucking loved that as no a kid. No way. Oh, yeah, there's like four that. seasons of it on there. It's Go- brilliant. Ghostbusters 2, man. Oh, what? wait, the series? As yeah, in the, the cartoon. cartoon. Holy cow. <laughs> okay, that's a game changer. Yeah. That's a game changer. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Are you old enough to remember that, Craig? Just, mate. Only just, only just. I still look, I look fresh. Just, just, just. They played it. They played it like ten years after, mate. So, like after you was running around in diapers and shit. Yeah, it's man. great. <laughs> that is. I don't know. I can't quite calculate whether the idea of that is so is significantly better than reality. Your face, Rich, suggests that it's not, and that it's every bit as good. <laughs> It's, so I remember, I remember rediscovering Thundercats in my twenties. Oh, having yeah. <laughs> Thundercats for Thunderca- new. The great, it's the greatest show ever, ever, ever. It's fucking awful when you watch it as an adult. The voice acting on it is dreadful. The voice acting no! on the real. Guy, you didn't, you didn't watch it at uni, did you? Did you watch it? Did you go to university? Uni drunk and didn't yeah. love. <laughs> Holy mate. Crazy. I watched every episode of Thundercats University. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a proper Thundercats fan. <laughs> Somehow I got a degree. Uh, That's fantastic. Um, I, I've, I, I'm not sure I've got anything that can rival all that. Just a quick one about the Ryder Cup. I ended up being away Saturday night into Sunday. Came back Sunday afternoon, watched probably the last three hours of it. But before that, listened to a significant amount of the Ryder Cup on the radio. And you might think I'm going to say, oh yeah, it was brilliant. Which is, it's all right. It's golf on the radio. But every two minutes, they seem to read out an email or a tweet from somebody waxing lyrical about how it's better than watching it on TV. It's not. You're only listening to it on the radio because you're too tight to pay for Sky or you're out and about like I was. Don't pretend that it's, it's like the hipster thing. <laughs> That, oh no, I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the World Cup final because I listened to it on the wireless. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do me a favour. Um, it is not better than seeing the HD pictures. Yeah. Of Four the HD, bro. Four <laughs> HD. We would have seen that bitch's blood vessels if we caught. 
Oh, that! What a way to end. In fact, I think... I, I, I'm going to be a bit, I'm going to be a little bit off piece and unexpected here, um, because we haven't talked. We should be ending right now. Um, but I'm, I'm sorry if we've run run a little bit long. But let's have another at least 90 seconds NFL. We haven't mentioned Earl Thomas, and I think it was a bit of a story that we should we should have talked. We meant to talk about it. It was on the list. Um, he flipped the bird to the sideline. <laughs> you were the host, mate. You didn't raise it. <laughs> hey, what's your point? Stop with all this WeChat. <laughs> Look, if, if, if you were here at the start, Craig, we'd have done the, the show in order, um, but you weren't. So it all got. In fact, I'm going to blame Russ for segueing into something else. Anyway, uh, Earl Thomas. Um, I, I covered this in my, uh, my one sentence preview. We've oh. got it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, should we leave it at that? Oh, we should probably mention injuries generally, though. Tyler Eifert's. Hopefully, that man gets well soon. That's horrible. That is one of the most unlucky. Dudes I to felt for. I did feel for Earl as well, though. I did feel for him. Yeah. Fuck them lot. Yeah. Throw, flip him the bird. He was right. Shouldn't have turned up. Get your money. Get your money, man. I kind of. Uh, I think that's 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 going to be the narrative now. This has happened. People are going to be more sympathetic to Lev Bell because of this. You know, that's the risk anyone takes stepping onto a football field. Yeah, he wasn't being paid what he, he maybe should have been. But I, I admire Earl Thomas a lot more than I admire Lev Bell because he's still turning up to play the game he loves. And while he's angry... And now he's, now he's, now he's broke with a broken leg. <laughs> yeah, I, but I think there's... But, but no, you've it's, got it's your not, respect. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> no, 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 I think you're missing, you're missing my point. I mean... No, I'm not wishing that on him. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that he's he's got. I don't, I, I don't know the fact that he's prepared to to turn up. Let's and pick not it up be next paid. week, Adam. Mate. Sure. Okay. Get well soon, old Thomas. <laughs> I don't want to leave this hang like I'm somehow uh, <laughs> criticizing the wrong things here. I, I just, I just think that that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm, so what I'm saying is he's turning up to play football because he loves football. Yeah, he's not being a dick about his... Oh, there's literally nothing I can say at this point, I think. <laughs> Good way to Earl, Earl show, Tom, Other than <laughs> Earl Thomas loves football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's do injuries and holdouts next week. I look forward to the Niners picking him up on uh, on free in free agency next season, reuniting him with Sherman. Could happen. Not bad shot. Not bad shot. Yeah. Let's end. Let's go out of here and hope that somehow this is edited. <laughs> <laughs>